Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In your body, there is hope. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Think Hope Podcast. And I am your hopeologist and host tonight for this podcast and actually the host for the show. And I'm here to facilitate your journey of hope. And today we have with us, joining us uh, for a hope chat, one of our very own citizens of hope and also ad hoc members of our hope squad and uh, just really, really a good friend of Mothers in Crisis and, and just someone that has been a part of our our ministry for 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 quite some time now, and that's none other than Araneta Fryson, who will be joining us uh, in just a moment to to talk a little bit about what it means to be a citizen of hope, and not only that, but to share. Uh, we're 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 both going to go down memory lane and uh, and share a little about her dear, dear mother, the late, great Reverend Dr. Bernice Clausell, and uh, and just remembering her legacy, and we'll actually be able to play a few clips just to hear her in her own words. So without further ado, I want to go ahead and uh, open up and bring uh, Citizen of Hope, Araneta Fryson. Good evening. Hello, Dr. Tompkins. <laughs> Hello. Can you hear me? <laughs> yes, I can. I can hear you very well. Uh, welcome Great. to Think Hope Podcast. Oh, thank you so much. It was a joy to be on the show. <laughs> yes, and and one of the reasons uh, why I asked you to be on, and I know that some of our our citizens of hope are are speakers and preachers and teachers and professors and and uh, and that's what. Uh, they do for a living, and uh, but I wanted to to share with everyone that it's not just about those who are in a certain uh, profession or or have a certain calling upon their lives, but just everyone, such as this wonderful wonderful uh, citizen of hope, Araneta Fryson, who is with us, who who has a very unique. Uh, ministry that God has given her, and uh, and and also as a minister, a servant leader, minister of the gospel of Jesus, and uh, and just being that that just everyday mother, grandmother, um, just you know all around good person that that has decided to join with us 
on this movement of hope, this hope campaign. So uh, I, I wanted yeah. to just kind of start off just to hear from you. I know you contributed to my book that's getting ready. Uh, as a matter of fact, we are looking for a spring release date of as long as there's mm. breath in your body, there is still hope. And, uh, oh, yeah. and I, yes, and I'd ask you to, to contribute to the book by sharing from your own heart what it means to be a citizen of hope. And I did include it in the book, but I yeah. would like for you to, to just kind of, we'll start off and just share from there. Yes, for one of her own words. So without further ado, I want to go ahead and open Yes, up and um, probably the best thing for you to do, uh, Minister Araneta, is to uh, yes. cut off the uh, the sound uh, of the show so that uh, so we won't get the reverb. All right. Okay. I think I think I'm ready. Yes. Okay. So yes. What it means uh, I'm, to be a citizen of hope. Yes. What it means to be a citizen of hope is to actually live in hope. Because we know a citizen means that you're registered to live in a certain location. And yes. as I shared with you, I feel that I am registered to live in hope because <laughs> I'm a citizen of hope uh, officially on the the website. Yes. And I contribute uh, monthly to be a citizen, uh, mm-hmm. just like we have to pay, you know, our our homeowners uh, do <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when yeah. we live in a certain location. And so, I, and I'm also uh, living in hope because I, I I work, I have learned from and worked beside you, Dr. Tompkins, our local hopeologist. <laughs> and I'm learning every day how to live more in that hope through following you. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. And and we have actually uh, been able to spread hope here in in, in our local area, which is uh, Tallahassee, Florida, the capital of Florida and surrounding areas. And not only that, we've also traveled uh, to different places around the world. And uh, yeah. and and you have you have always. Uh, the, 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 whenever we have gone to, to on the mission field, one of the things I can say is that you've always used your gift that God has, has given you as a musical therapist. And, uh, and so let's, let's <laughs> yeah. talk about, let's talk about that, um, uh, part of your life as a musical therapy yeah. and, and musical therapy and how you've been able to help people through that medium. Yes. Well, thank you. I am a music therapist, and I believe the Lord called me uh, to that profession early on in life because I knew how to play the piano. I didn't know how to do much else. But mm-hmm. I also wanted to work in a hospital. And when mm. I learned that uh, musicians could work in a hospital to help mm-hmm. heal people, I just knew that was my number. God was calling me there. And so yes. I pursued the degree uh, from Florida State University, and um, I have worked as a music therapist for 37 years now 
uh, mostly wow. at the Florida State Hospital in Chattahoochee. Wow. And yeah, really, that's... it's a feel. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, go ahead. It's a, it's a feel where I can use my hope. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just a wonderful opportunity to share hope and to uh, prepare people to have mm-hmm. that hope so that they can live in it. You know, yes. and that it can help their life be better. So that's what I have enjoyed, just living in hope all these years and being in a profession where I can help others live in hope as well. Well, that is that is phenomenal. Now, I'm going to share because I've seen you in action. So to give people uh, just a little taste of, of how you spread that hope whenever we go on the mission field, I have a few clips mm. I'd like to share. One is from Haiti where you were uh, sharing hope with the ladies that we were able to, to minister to there. Yeah. So I'm going to share this clip. Okay, so in that, <laughs> wow. do you remember? Does that bring back memories? I remember, and that was so exciting. Those people are just just filled with praise, and I was teaching mm-hmm. them a song that simply said, "Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Praise ye the Lord." Of course, yes. uh, they were speaking in their language, but Hallelujah is the same in every language, so you can hear them saying, "Hallelujah." Yes you know, in their language, which is a universal language. And uh, yes. that was a wonderful, wonderful experience there. All because yes. of you, I appreciate that so much. Absolutely. Absolutely. I certainly appreciate you going uh, and being a part of that, because on that particular trip, it was just you and I. And uh, and, yes. and that's what we do as, as we go around the, the world in various places. We have the opportunity to share hope and and I know this is a this is a podcast, so I just had to share it audio. Um, but the video mm-hmm. really tells the picture uh, of of what was happening and how the 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 people in the classroom, the women uh, that we were able to sh- minister to, were were filled with hope just because of your Absolutely. your enthusiasm and your you know your uh, willingness to share with them. And use your gift. And that's one of the things that, that, that we appreciate uh, as part of this HOPE campaign is that everyone gets a chance to share their gift. So as your gift is, is music, and even though we had an interpreter, and, and because they had to interpret the second yeah. part of the song, and uh, he did a very, very good job. So that was a, that was a wonderful, wonderful yes, time. Yeah. I want to show another, I'm going to share another clip. Uh, from South Africa, mm-hmm. whenever you were also utilizing your gift and uh, and sharing with the group of of students there, that remember when we went there with the students at the school, yes, at the school, yes. Okay, all, all right. right.
Okay. So does oh, that bring wow. back memories? <laughs> that brings back. Really, I enjoyed so much uh, the students, the children, because yes. they need to grow up in hope and they need to appreciate who they are. So that the song that recently came out a few years ago, God Made Me Who I Am, I'm an Achiever, I'm a Believer, you know, mm-hmm. that that was so apropos to them. And they responded mm-hmm. so well, and I could tell they would think they, you know, they were taking it all in. Oh, yes, yes. It, it was it was a wonderful part of our Hope Tour because that was actually in Durban, South Africa. The first clip we were yeah. in Haiti with uh, Dr. Patricia Bailey's ministries there for a mission, missions outreach. And then the second clip we were in South Africa where we had our Hope Tour and both took place in uh, 2016. It was the year when we first started this, this, this part of yeah. the Hope Campaign as Mothers in Crisis at turned 25 at the time, 25 years. So that's been a couple of years now. And we are, I tell you, we are continuing to move full speed ahead as the whole train continues (laughs) to go forward. And we have so many things that we have in store with this hope movement. And I tell you, one of the things that I'm so excited about is is what's what's happening now? What just happened uh, this past weekend? Uh, we were able to go out and do some hope surveys again because that's something that we do from from time to time. Uh, uh, we started uh, April, the National Month of Hope. We started the going out and just just talking to just random people uh, about hope and what they think about hope, and uh, and so we've been doing it ever since ever since and uh, we have we went out on Saturday and the thing that was so that was unique about this is that we had a reporter a local reporter from our local ABC affiliate uh, WTXL was there following us because she's uh, she's doing mm-hmm. a, a story a piece of, of, on me as a difference mm-hmm. maker and that's going to air on this coming Friday uh, if locally it's going to be on at 6 a.m. and then again at 6 p.m. on our ABC affiliate WTXL. But if you're not local and and forever after that, as she said, it's going to be on their website, on the WTXL Mm -hmm. website, and it is uh, different makers, and they have one for each month, and I'm the one uh, that they chose for the month of October. So, so we'll get a chance to uh, probably play some clips from that and, and, and lead people to that website. But uh, what we did on mm-hmm. Saturday is we went out and we were at uh, Cascade Park and we got a chance to do some hope surveys. And I want to share with you and each and, and everyone one of the hope surveys that we did on Saturday, which kind of goes right into what we've been talking about uh, in spreading hope. So. This uh, dear sister's name is Sherry, and she is a uh, she's a local teacher, high school teacher. You'll hear her say that. And she had a beautiful little daughter, Josie, who was just as sweet as she could be in her arms as she did the Hope Survey. So I'm going to share that, and then we're going to come back and continue to talk about Hope, and uh, we'll bring in the conversation concerning your precious mother the late, great Reverend Dr. Bernice Clausell. 
So uh, let's, yeah. let's listen to this hope survey. All right. I am so excited. I'm standing here with Sherry today and her beautiful little daughter, <laughs> Josie. Josie, and she is just so gorgeous. And we're talking about hope. And thank you so much for agreeing to answer the Mothers in Crisis Survey of Hope on the uh, video so that we can share your answers and, and help other people find hope that maybe maybe they don't have it. So I guess the first question in your own words is, what is hope? Um, I think for me, hope is maintaining some sort of faith in the future, even in the face of adversity and things that are happening in the world that aren't so hopeful. Yeah, 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 yeah. And what brings you hope or makes you hopeful? Um, I'm a teacher, so I think my students a lot, uh, when I um, when I see them getting involved in the community and in politics and um, in wanting to change the world around them, that makes me really hopeful for the future because they're young kids. Wow, that, that is powerful. And what, what grade do you teach? I teach a high school, so 9 to 12. Oh, wow. Okay. Now, what are some things that zap your hope or make you feel hopeless? For me right now, it's the headlines that I see in the, every day. <laughs> so yeah. it, can, it can be really tough to listen to every day. Um, so I think that is the biggest thing for me right now. Okay, okay. Now, think about the last time you felt hopeful. How was it, and uh, what do you experience whenever you're hopeful? Well, the last time I remember feeling a huge, <laughs> huge ray of hope was the morning after the primary election for our governor's race mm -hmm. and hearing Andrew Gillum give his speech on the radio. Oh, I felt yeah. so excited <laughs> finally for something new and um, that was, I hadn't felt that in a long time and so that was um, the last time I remember really kind of feeling like, okay, maybe we can change things, maybe we can make things better. Yes, yes, so. I, I certainly agree with you. <laughs> okay, well, as we hear and, and you know, the good thing that I love about these particular uh, HOPE surveys is is uh is that we are we're able just to talk it doesn't matter i mean we want to hear from whoever so we are who like like the word of god said whosoever will let him come we are we are open and we just want to hear what people have to say about hope and uh and just hearing what people say it just it, it also brings us hope so how did you what were your thoughts on this this hope survey uh Arenetta? Oh well, yes. I I I think that uh, she has the right idea about hope, and I think uh, it was a personal moment for her uh, when our local mayor, you know, did score high in the race. I think all mm -hmm. of us felt hopeful at that <laughs> moment, and uh, she uh, and being a teacher, of course, she's I'm mm -hmm. sure she has many moments, you know, that she could share uh, where hope played a major part in, in her life. So she just sounded real sincere about it. And mm -hmm. uh, I think that most of the people that have taken the survey has has really made them think about it, you know, mm -hmm. and, and talk about it. And it's a subject that we're not really asked about. We feel this mm -hmm. way a lot, but nobody really asks us. So I think the survey is having a great bearing on, on people. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, it's helping to just move that agenda of hope forward because, like you said, uh, think hope. And this is one yeah. way that we are getting people to think hope, to think about hope, because if you can't think about, you can't, 
uh, think hope without thinking about hope and what hope means. And then we take mm-hmm. it to the next uh, next level. We're challenging people to not only think hope, uh, but then to make hope connections. And as I think yeah. about one of the most hopeful people that I've ever had a, ever met in my entire life, and that is your mother, uh, as, mm. uh, as as someone who really, really, really uh, spread hope in all of her life and. And before I play any of these clips concerning your mom, why don't you, in your own words, tell us about your mother and and her and and her theory, uh, her life of hope? I guess I should say. Yes. Well, my mom would she would call herself just an humble person, and she was just that. But mm-hmm. her her bright light just shined, uh, you know, around everyone. And you could mm-hmm. see <clears throat> that she was a deeply spiritual woman. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, that's why a lot of people were drawn to her because, you know, if you were feeling down and had an issue in your life, boy, if she could just lay a hand on you or say mm. a word of prayer for you, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it was just like you could feel the change taking place. And yes. many people would just stop her in the store, at the gas station, you know, everywhere, mm-hmm. and just just ask her to please say a word for them to God. They just trusted her prayers, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So just a fantastic woman. And I, you know, I, I wish she was here to go through this whole campaign with us, but she's looking down upon us with her blessing. Oh, yes, she is. Yes, she is. I know she's smiling yeah. along with my mother, who I'm sure they're, yeah. they're together uh, somewhere in, on oh, the other yeah. side of eternity <laughs> in heaven. And both of them are Absolutely. smiling so brightly cause, because I know that she, that your mother, um, Reverend Bernice Clausell, is is so proud of you and just how you've been able to just pick up the torch uh, that she is that she's left and, and uh, the legacy there and continue to run with it. This is just one of the ways as you are part of this HOPE campaign as a citizen of HOPE. And those of you who are listening, if you would if you would like to become a citizen of hope, it's very simple. If you say, well, you know what? I want to be a part of that. I feel as though I I have uh, the capacity to be a hope dealer, as we call it. Um, then yeah. just go to our website, makeahopeconnection.com, or, or you could even go to hopebreak.com. It'll take you right there, and uh, and just and you'll find out how you can become a citizen of hope and be a part of this of this hope campaign. And yes, your mother, as you said about how she just spread that hope, she shared hope with others. It reminded yes. me of a time when uh, I had surgery. I had to go through surgery um, for a mm. uh, condition of my boys uh, several years mm-hmm. ago. And, uh, mm-hmm. and your mother called me. She found out about it somehow. And she called wow. me the day before I was to go into the hospital. And I'll never forget yeah. that because it really touched me because she called me and she prayed with me. And, uh, yeah. and it just, you know, it just made me feel good. It brought, it brought hope. And uh, that's yeah. exactly uh, who, she, who she was and, and who the legacy that she has left continues to spread that message of hope. And one of the ways is through her book, No Time to Die. 
Oh, and yes. On, <laughs> yes. And now and the book is still is yet available, right? Absolutely. Uh, we, we, we have some right here at the house. You can get them on yeah. Amazon as well. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I, I, I was very blessed to, uh, to interview her. Uh, and that was back on, on July the 3rd, 2012, when her book had first come out. And, uh, so I'm mm. going to share a couple of just, just two clips from that particular interview and everyone will get a chance to just hear what a phenomenal uh, woman of God that your mother, the late, great Reverend Dr. Bernice Clausell, as she speaks here from the other side of eternity. Wow. No time to die. And I'm talking about none other than the Reverend Dr. Bernice H. Clausell. So I'm going to read uh, just a little bit about uh, Reverend Clausell, and then we'll officially bring her on and hear from the woman of God from her own lips and from her own heart. Amen. Amen. Reverend Dr. Bernice H. Clausell was born in Georgia and reared in New York and ministered in Florida for most of her life. She is affectionately known by a few other names, Tallahassee's Mother Teresa, the State Mother's Mother of Prisons, the Reverend Mother, Pastor Emeritus, Madeer, Grand Madeer, Grand Margar, and Honey. Welcome, Reverend Clausell, to Hope Universe Happenings Blog Talk Radio Show. Thank you. Thank you. I tell you, this is uh, quite uh, a... Uh, a a life, amen, as I was reading, amen, your introduction and just very well written, just representing uh, just such a life that's just just well lived. Uh, It's it's just quite an honor to have you on the show. And also uh, I've been uh, talking about this summer reading list from Hope Universe and uh, one of the main books that's on the top of our list for the summer and just uh, just a good reading is your latest book, No Time to Die. And uh, so we want to be so we want to have some time to just, you know, talk a little bit about that book and everything. But first of all, I'd just like to say welcome to the show and how are you doing today? Thank you. I'm doing just great today. It's a wonderful day for me. Um, Praise God. Amen. Praising the Lord. That is beautiful. I'm so I'm so happy to hear that, and I've been praying that you would have a beautiful day and that you would be able to join us and 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 what have you, because I've been so excited about your coming on the show. And uh, I guess just want to start off by asking you, Reverend Clausell, uh, what's your inspiration and motivation for writing this this book? Now, is this your first book that you've written? No time to die. Well, actually, it's my first real book. When I taught at Head Start in 1966, I wrote a little pamphlet book, a very small book, mm-hmm. uh, about the Head Start program. And uh, it was successful, too. We sold all of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of the teachers bought them at that time. Yes. Uh, yeah, so that 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 was my actual first writing of something that was published out. Mhm. You know, but I've done a lot of other kinds of writing. Oh, okay, I but understand. This, no time. That's my first real book. 
Okay. Well, praise God. Well, I'm so glad that you that you did write it. And uh, what what made you write it? Or I mean, because now at at this age of 95 years old, and uh, so now you're finally kind of getting that book out there. What was your inspiration for doing that? Well, actually, uh, something inside of me kept pushing me, you know, to write. Uh, as I talk with people and tell them different things about my life, they said, well, you ought to write a book. You ought to write a book. <laughs> finally, it hit me that I ought to write a book. <laughs> so I sat down and began to write a book. And as I wrote, it just uh, became so real. Everything came back to me. And there were so many things I wanted to put in the book that I couldn't put everything in there. Uh, and so I just, I just overflowed with the enthusiasm for writing this book. Yes. Well, how long did it take you? <laughs> well, two years, actually. Okay, okay. Two years because I never really just sat down to do nothing but write. Mm-hmm. You know, I understand. Write a little while and stop and come back maybe a week later. Uh, stuff like that because I was busy doing other things. Mhm, mhm. I understand. Yeah, because you're you're quite busy. Absolutely. Wow. Minister Araneta. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, how do you feel wow, hearing wow. that clip from that interview? Uh, so uh, wow, back in 2012. I wasn't ready for it to stop. I just wanted to keep hearing her voice. <laughs> but, yes, I, I'm just, um, you know, I'm, I'm touched uh, knowing that um, I really am a product of such a gift of God. You know, I'm mm-hmm. just so proud to be her daughter and, that God would actually fill me with some of the same things that he filled her with. Mm-hmm. And um, one of those great things is hope yes. that he's filled me with. Yeah, she was, she was, hope just exudes from her. And it's like yes. no matter what happens in the family, you know, we've had, we've had tragedies, we've had ups and downs as many other families. And, you know, she was always the strong one. We would always run to her. You know, mm-hmm. that's where hope was with her. <laughs> and we would just run to her and, and be filled with that hope. And so, mm-hmm. you know, he's, he's given me that gift now uh, through you, and I'm, I'm able mm-hmm. to spread that same hope mm-hmm. with others now. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you yeah. for that. Well, I I tell you, I could hear that hope uh, flowing, especially she was 95 years old at that time. And uh, when did she uh, when did she go on to the other side of eternity? Uh, God God gave her three more years after that. So she was 98 in June of 2015. Yes. Yes. Well, I tell you, life just just well lived. And uh, now the next clip, so you will get a chance to hear a little bit more from her in her own words, because this next clip I asked her about, uh, it was about legacy and about what she would would say to us, those of us who are 
who are yet here and running on. So let's just hear mm-hmm. another clip from the phenomenal uh, Reverend Clausel, Bernice Clausel. Amen. You have you have truly, truly, uh, as they say, paid your dues, and you have gone through so many uh, different eras and different movements, and now we are, I can't believe it, but we are about out of time, so I want to just kind of wrap up and give you a, a, an opportunity just to share a little of what you see as your legacy as you as you're continuing you've written we've written this great book and as you are uh, uh wanting others to to remember what you've done and who you are and, and what are you leaving for all of us to continue <laughs> well there's still much to be done yeah you know uh all has not been done and there's always something to do mm-hmm. and uh the, the the leaders now they they can just jump right in, mm-hmm. take over and continue the work that's been done by others that's been started by so many people. Yeah. Uh, and these people these leaders have taken it so far. Mm-hmm. But they could only take it so far. So it's up to the coming up leaders now, the young people coming up now, mm-hmm. uh, to take hold and carry on. Uh, you know the. Uh, trouble in the colleges and they can uh, you know let their name be uh, printed there that they're doing something there because it needs uh, leadership there uh, mm-hmm. in the city in government mm-hmm. uh, so much to be done uh, they just need to have the courage to step out yes and take hold because some sometimes people want to do something but they're waiting for the leader some mm-hmm. leader you yes. know, to come forward like Moses or Aaron or some of those people uh, to come uh-huh. and lead them on. Yes. They, yes. They, they, they're not going to just step out on their own by themselves, but they're, they, they're looking for somebody with the courage and enthusiasm to work and lead them on. And, and people will follow if they've got a good leader. You know what I'm saying? There's much yes. to be done. Much. There's much to be done. Absolutely. Yes. Well, and you I, I are certainly... I want to say this. You have inspired me. (laughs) What you've done through your life has Well, praise God. Oh, it touched me so much. You've been great in leading people. Just jumping in and doing. Yes. You've done it. You've done it. You're still doing it. Well, thank you so much, Reverend Carl And I tell you, I have certainly been inspired and continue to be inspired by you and the great works that you've done and and just the leadership that you have been able to show all of us that are coming and uh, running with the torch and running with the... Yes, so I tell you, that really touched my heart there, that that last little piece, and just just wisdom as as she was encouraging uh, those of us who are here to, to, to run on, to run on. Is that... What are you? What are your thoughts about that last little piece there? That that's exactly what I was thinking. You know, she was challenging us to take the baton and keep running, and mm-hmm. spreading hope, doing exactly what you are doing. And she told us early on, many years ago, which I shared with you, she announced to us who her role model is on this earth, and it was you, Dr. Tompkins. And I tell wow. you, I just gravitated towards you. And I knew I knew that you would have something that would help me live on. 
And so here I am helping wow. you spread hope around the world. What a wonderful, wonderful, phenomenal thing. Yes, it is. Thank and you. I tell you, I'm still humbled by that. I was I was humbled yeah. then and and every time uh, you know, that, that comes, you know, you you mention it or I remember yeah. it and even when I was when I was pulling this together and I heard in her own words what she said to me, it just it just really blessed me and encouraged me to continue yeah. on and that's that's what hope. She gave me hope. That's what it and, is. And, and, that's right. Yes. And and that is the, the legacy that, that we have now that we are running with and that's to spread this hope. And one of the ways is through this hope campaign and, and by being a yes. uh, becoming a citizen of hope, then you can run with it, you can share hope, you can you can yes. uh, help others to become hope dealers and and it's it's just a it's just a powerful powerful movement that's just beginning really so it's a campaign now and uh before it's all over with it will be the movement that I know that God has called it to be and we are excited yeah. about the Fridays as we continue to spread hope hope uh Fridays hope universe day as as, as we call it yeah. and then of course as we are planning for our upcoming, the next National Month of Hope coming forward in April. So we have some some exciting things ahead. Hallelujah. Yeah, so now I'd like to to bring in the conversation. I see some of the Hope Squad members there with their hands raised. And uh, I want to bring in uh, Millie Poulos to the conversation. Hello, Millie. Good evening, Dr. Tompkins. Good evening. So what are, what are your thoughts about about this show tonight so far? Oh, it's truly brought me hope. I'm not feeling uh, too well with this coughing that's happening. So if I cough, please excuse me. I'm, I'm trying not to. But um, mm-hmm. when I heard Minister Araneta speaking about hope, and then you bringing on Reverend Clausel, that just inspired me, and it humbled me that here is a woman of God in her 90s still mm-hmm. saying, let's go on. Uh, we still can move, you know? And mm-hmm. she blessed me by giving honor to you, saying, you inspire me, because I remember her. I remember her, and, and the hope just, it just blessed me immensely, Dr. Tompkins. Wow. Yes, it, it really did. And and the thing that always uh just blessed me so whenever her and uh and, and, and Araneta would come over to the church from time to time when we would have different events and and uh and they would come and, and be a part of the chapel services there and just just really uh just them walking through the door brought hope. So it brings back so many so many fond memories. Thank you for sharing that. Absolutely. Thank you. Okay. All right. Well, I see uh, Nettie, uh, Nettie Palmore. I see your hand raised. Hello, Nettie. Hi, Dr. Tompkins. How are you? I'm doing very well. I was very inspired um, by the message, and it just really touched my heart. Um, I was with you when we went to that uh, program where uh, you were honored as her 
on the late great Dr. Bernice Clausel's role model and how we would, you know, always visit with them, um, Dr. Tompkins. And even when she, you know, was uh, failing in health a little bit, and I was honored to be one that they asked to sit with her. And when I went, Mm -hmm. Dr. Tompkins, I had my pencil and paper so I could, whatever she was saying, I could capture it. So it was a very inspiring, touching um, podcast on tonight. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you. It's it's good to be able to have those memories and to be able to share this time. And because this brings hope, this brings hope for not only uh, us, but for the, the next generation, for those that are, that are coming up, that there is hope, that they are trailblazers and pioneers like the, the late great uh, Reverend Dr. Bernice Clausdale, who, who, who's, who's given us the torch now, and when we pass that torch along, that we can continue the work that has begun. So thank you so much for sharing tonight, Natty. You're welcome. And let's see, I'm going right down the list. Hello. Hi, Kwame. Hi, uh, hi, my dear. Good evening. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. So what are your thoughts about the show tonight? Well, I'm having a good time listening to the show, and uh, periodically I just smile. Um, uh, <laughs> from from the, I, I did meet um, the Reverend, uh, dear Reverend Clausel, uh, for a bit, and she made me laugh the first time. Mm-hmm. And uh, she admonished me to take care of you, which I appreciate that. And uh, I, I, I am so glad that uh, Minister Arnetta continues that same uh, mode of, of being so, you know, service-oriented and humble. And yes. I really appreciate the fact that you give her honor. And that's a very wonderful thing that, that I appreciate that you do. Mhm. Mhm. Well, the Bible says that uh, we give honor where honor is due, and respect where respect is due, and it's certainly, certainly due in uh, in this in this family. Well, God is really used and is using. So, thank you so much for for sharing your thoughts. And uh, I'm going to get back over here to uh, Minister Renetta. We're about out of time, but I wanted yeah. to. To, to just kind of uh, give you an opportunity to share, uh, because what I do whenever I bring on the Citizens of Hope is I give you an opportunity to share your thoughts about hope. So uh, I'm not going to let this show end tonight without allowing you to take this hope survey very briefly and just ask you in your mm. own words, what mm. is hope? Wow. Well, thank you, Dr. Tompkins, just for for honoring me enough to say a word on this show. What a blessing. And hope, of <laughs> course, is a strong desire and expectation that something good is going to happen. And that is yes. the definition that me and my students at Florida State Hospital put together. <laughs> we all agree. <laughs> yes. That that's what it is. yes. And so okay. it is the thing that we... It's the thing that we look for in five phases of our life, living, learning, labor, leisure, and the loving phase of our lives. Hope 
is what yes. we gravitate to. Yes. Thank you for this and opportunity. I love you. Amen. Love you too. Thank you so much. And for those of you who have been listening to this show tonight and just such a part of what we're doing, don't forget to tune in next week because we are going to continue continue spreading this hope and, and letting everyone know that as long as there's breath in your body, there is hope. And as my latest book says, as long as there's breath in your body, there is still hope and you are breathing. So we say to those of you, no matter what is going on, there is hope. Have hope. Learn how to become a citizen of hope and take these hope breaks. It will change your life. Just go to www.makeahopeconnection.com. Until next week's show, may God bless you richly. Remember, as long as there's breath in your body, there is hope. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.